Hello and welcome back to CrossFit Howard Podcast. This is episode 64 and we are here with Gabby. Gabby, we're going to dive straight in. Thank you for coming on. The first question that we tend to ask is, what brought you to CrossFit Howard? Um, so during the first lockdown, um, all the gyms and swimming pools were closed. Okay. Um, so I was just running basically, like every day I'd go for a run. Um, and then I got injured. Um, through running? Through running. Um, so I had to, well I went to the physio and he gave me all these exercises and stuff to do which I was terrible at doing. Um, was that because they knew you'd never done them before, uh, never been injured, was that? Oh no, I've had quite a few quite injuries, a few injuries. running. Um, yeah, normally with my knees and hips and stuff so um, yeah, I normally have to be quite careful and probably definitely shouldn't have been running every day. <laughs> <laughs> well you, a lot of people did do that through, they took up running the first lockdown. Yeah, and yeah, because there was nothing else to do, I was yeah, like yeah. this is the only way I can kind of keep fit so I kind of yeah because your your background is uh triathlon right yes um so that's you know running to you is pretty normal anyway um how often uh would you be running before or before anything changed how often um so before lockdown it would be maybe like two or three sessions a week okay like when i was probably uh, like doing triathlon um and then i kind of stopped triathlon training a few years ago now um okay so it's been like 10 years doing triathlon yeah i did triathlon for about 10 years wow um, before that I was part of a swimming club so i used to swim um probably nine ten times a week wow um, so i'd be in the pool before school um and then go to school and then go back to in the and water you after. were swimming competitively yeah um yeah i'd compete a few yeah wow <laughs> quite a lot um, that's a, that's a lot of hours of swimming yeah, so much. Um, then I kind of got bored of it, um, and I started doing triathlon after that. Um, and then was that your new challenge? Yeah. So stop swimming, and obviously I, there is the swim involved in the triathlon, but you kind of linking yeah, that together. It was together. kind of like a step up, so you kind of still had the swimming element, but um, yeah, I had the new challenge of the bike and the run. And what's the um, what's the full distance of the triathlon? Oh, there's different distances. Have you done? Have you done? Have you done all the different ones? No, I've done from sprint to half Ironman. Wow. I still haven't done the full one, but. Um, Is that on the cards? Um, not at the moment. I won't say never. Um, but yeah, maybe one day in the in the future. In um. January last year, I convinced myself that I was going to do an Ironman for five seconds, uh, <laughs> and uh, never happened. And I will definitely say. Ne- like I am saying never uh, it's, so, it's so demanding oh it's so much training the like, swimming's the hardest part right not depends not for me I, like, I love the swim uh, for me the run was the hard part because it's, it's the full full uh, Ironman's a full marathon yeah and the swim is 5 miles no uh, it's a 4k so 3.8k okay which is no idea I'm not even pretending I know I think it's one 1.9 miles okay um, and then the bike is Fifty um, k, more. No, no, it's one hundred and eighty k. Oh my god! And then a forty-two k marathon. But there's a there's a sixteen-hour time cap, isn't there, on the full mat, full Ironman? Sixteen or yeah, sixteen or seventeen, like around that yeah. And if you don't, that's your time cap. That's sixteen it, yeah. hours. Even if um, you're like ten meters from the end, you're kind of wow. Um, <laughs> so h- how many how many half Ironmans have you done? Um, I want to say. Um, one a year has, has that been like one a year or multiple within the year um it's i guess yeah probably one a year um so you've been doing them like from young 
Yes, I started triathlon when I was uh, 16 maybe. Wow. And I, so I started with like sprint distance. Um, but yeah, I'm not very fast, so it's like, yeah, you need to be, if you're doing that distance, you need to be fast. And I'm really not fast. <laughs> um, so I started to sprint, moved up to Olympic, which was double the distance. Um, kind of got into that, but still, I like the, yeah, I like the half Ironman distance. That's like, wow. Yeah. Um, so you've always been pretty sporty, pretty competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, just since we were kids, like, we've always done, like, some sort of sport. Um, I think, so my mum... She got us into swimming because she couldn't swim, so she kind of chucked us in the water and was like, "You're going to learn to swim." But I think it's such a basic life skill. Yeah, and it's an amazing we, skill to yeah, have, that we yeah. should all have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so agree. swimming's always been like my, like my favourite. Um, yeah, progress that into triathlon, and then like even now, I still, still I still love swimming. Still casually swim. Yeah. Well, I go I go down to the lake at the moment. The lakes are open, so I go down to the lake a few times. Open water is so hard. I love it. I tried it once. And I'm not sure if I'll try it ever again. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, is it Win- Windsor? There's one oh, there's Win- a few places where you can swim. So there's one in Windsor. And um, I went there with a friend of mine. And she's a good swimmer. And uh, I didn't have a wetsuit. I just had my shorts. And it was fucking freezing. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how cold it was? Do you remember? No, but the, di- the distance was 750 metres, okay. I think. Um, but I don't know the temperature. Um, what time of year was it? This was during lockdown, so it was. It would have been. It would have been a summer's day, but it was like in the, like towards the evening. Okay. Um, I'd never done open water swimming. Uh, forgot about all the things that were floating in the water. <laughs> Obviously, realised I couldn't touch the sides, uh, and it took me the best part of forty-five minutes. And <laughs> where they um, they had like Takeshi's Castles obstacle course things in Windsor, oh, didn't yeah. it? So I had to swim over to hold on. <laughs> to the things because I, I thought I was going to drown um, yeah. and I will never ever do that again it's so hard oh, how, how do you build up that tolerance how would you, how, what's your advice in building up that tolerance to open water swimming just do it I think just yeah just practice um, like even now at the lake you see people that are brand new to swimming just, they just have to like yeah just practice get in there every week and just do it even if you're do, not doing like start with a short distance like do 100 200 meters but just practice it's just a totally different experience yeah, than swimming yeah. in the pool yeah um, I, I guess you've probably invested quite a lot in like wetsuits and stuff that, that they don't come cheap right they're not cheap no <laughs> um, but yeah like for a wetsuit if you're if you're going to swim properly you need like a proper wetsuit. yeah you just like, can't swim without it right you're not oh, allowed you can, you can. Um, yeah you can swim without it if you want like it helps with speed it keeps more, more, more buoyant on the water yeah that's um, what I needed because I, I, I my head's like this and my legs are yeah. down the bottom but for, for those of you that might be thinking about the background noise, it's the rain on the, uh, on the, the roof. Um, so, so swimming in school? Yeah. Any other sports in school? Um, I actually hated PE. Like, we did PE at school, um, and I absolutely hated it. Because it was so... There's people there that don't want to do PE. Yeah. They're just kind of there. They have to do it, so they're there. Um, and it was just like... We had, like, 50 minutes a session. By the time everyone's changed and kind of does it, like it's ready. And people would purposely to take their time to get yeah, so, so they didn't less, have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but PE was like at school we did bench ball. Every session was bench ball, and it's just yeah, so repetitive. Like <laughs> it's an um, easy session. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, I just didn't enjoy it. H- have you found that aerobically coming from like triathlon swim background has helped you with 
uh, in CrossFit? Definitely. Like the endurance stuff, I can. Master. Like, I, I can just power through. Like when we do like the burpees, and like, I'm not amazing at them, but I can just keep going. Just because you got um, that engine. Yeah, I've yeah. got that endurance side to me. Um, it's when we do the power stuff that I'm. Yeah, I really struggle. <laughs> and, and how would you man? How were you managing? Like you saying before, the, the amount of injuries through through the running and stuff. Like how how were you balancing that with training? And what were you doing to to um, let's say get through them or recover? It, like with driving, it was quite good because if you were if I was injured with running, I could still cycle or swim. Um, so yeah, it's just like I just had so many injuries with running that um, I just don't think I. Every time I got I lost uh, like um, the injury went and I got into running again and then got injured again um, so running is always like my my weak link um, but then yeah in swimming and I didn't have any injuries um, cycling I had a few like bike accidents really, yeah <laughs> um, yeah one of like the worst one was with my shoulder um, so I was going it was like uni so I was going out on a ride um, is this training you were training at this point what yeah or so is, I, I was or is it a race? just no no just training but I was um, just outside my house um, and I had, so I had my um, shoes clipped into my bike and uh, there was a car coming down the road so I tried to style it out and like lean on the car so instead of unclipping my shoes I kind of tried to lean on the car and the car was a bit further than I thought it was <laughs> and I literally slid down the car <laughs> but um, I tore all the, like, the muscles, in, muscles in my shoulder um, That's, but unclipping and clipping is actually uh, I, I find it quite difficult I'm still a bit new to it yeah. Um, I've also had my feet in and tried to unclip and went yeah. <laughs> uh, and fell over. Um, That's just practice as well. Though, yeah, like. yeah, it is, it is. And I think because the, the, the clips are quite new. Yeah, they're a bit they're, stiff, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but road cycling's fun. Um, yeah. I, I, I took up uh, took it up a little bit during during lockdown. But are there any like good routes that you recommend to people to take? Because uh, there's a lot of people that will listen to this that will go out and cycle. Um. Around, like to get nice routes, you have to go out into the countryside. countryside. Yeah, for the um, roads as well. Like Germany, they're so much quieter. They haven't got potholes. Um, it's out near like Surrey, um, Windsor. Um, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Chilterns are really good. They're hilly as well, so you kind of get you know, you've got that those hill sessions in there as well. So, you're well. Growing up, you were, you were training like nine, ten hours a week swimming, uh, school. Yeah. Uh, and th- this stopped. When did this stop? Like that, the hours of swimming. Swimming stopped when I started doing triathlon. So I transferred. I stopped swimming and started doing triathlon straight away. How were you managing like your social element of life? Or you, you said uni as well, right? Yeah. So social, like social side was kind of fine. I do. That's why I train in the morning, so I can train in the morning and then in the evening. I like still depending on the day, but like I train and then like go out and meet friends or whatever. Um, so yeah, that was kind of yeah. The sleep must be such a big thing. Yeah, I'm not a very good like. I can get to sleep really easily, but I wake up at like six o'clock. I think that's probably from swimming at. So if I swam before school, I'd be in the water at five thirty. Oh my god. Um, so I think I'm just used to waking up at stupid o'clock. <laughs> that, that's giving you. So doing that at like what age were you when you started started that? Like five, six, seven. Swimming, no, that. Um, 10, 11. 10, 11. Yeah. So that's giving you the discipline that you've still held on to now. Yeah. <laughs> and getting up. Yeah, Being in the water at 5.30. Yeah. So wake up at 5, get in the water at 5.30. That was an hour and a half session. So out at 7, have a bit of breakfast, go to school. Um, wow. You would have needed a lot of fuel. 
Yeah. <laughs> did that come from, um, well, I mean, at that, that age, you probably wouldn't have done like a lot of like the gels that a lot of the guys do and stuff, but it would have come through that. Well, how did you get that in? Yeah. Um, so I've always been a really fussy eater. Um, like my parents, they'd always make like fresh homemade meals, um, like healthy healthy stuff. Um, didn't want it at that age? I didn't want it, no. I ate because I had to eat and not because I kind of enjoyed eating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can understand that. It's probably not until I started swimming when I kind of, I was doing all that training, I was getting hungry. Um, so I kind of ate, um, but it was like basic food. Just like, getting calories yeah. in. Is that how you looked at it then too? I don't know, I don't think I really thought about it that much. I just kind of, I was hungry so I ate. Um, um, yeah, but it was kind of like pasta. Um, that's kind of my staple. <laughs> like, can't go wrong with it. And, and and how many week, how many hours a week now would you say that you're training, like with with CrossFit and, and doing the other stuff that you might um, be doing? I think I probably like I do a session a day. Um, that's kind of like my. I think if I don't do a, if I don't train, then I'm kind of I haven't got that focus. Okay. So, so it's Saturday, Sundays. Still, but would the, the intensities would vary. Yeah, so sometimes I'll just go for, like it could just be like a short run or I'll go yeah. down to the lake and do a swim. Yeah. Um, I get like the intense ones are these CrossFit sessions. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the thing that a lot of people kind of uh, misjudge is that, you know, when they're recovering um, or using a day's recovery, they will often work out too hard, Yeah. which will stop them later on down the line. Yeah. Um, so your, your runs that you do on your kind of like, let's say off days, would be very very easy let's yeah, say that, yeah just kind of a bit of a stroll, stroll just to do something like i need that kind of feel good factor that, yeah and tick yeah, you over good after it um and uh, you've said that you've uh, you've got a love for traveling yeah. you've been on a few travels <laughs> yeah i love it yeah um so it's probably not until so after uni i moved to italy for a few years okay um so i worked out there um and that's probably when my like we we'd always gone on holiday like um, in the summer and stuff, but then not until I moved to Italy that I sort of found, found my lo- love for it. Yeah, so yeah. Like it was so. My dad's from Sardinia, um, and we, so that's where we'd go in the summer. Um, and then I moved out there to work. And then what did you do like, out work? I was event organizer. Okay. Um, so we'd organize like triathlon races and sport, like swimming stuff. That was pretty. That's pretty cool. Seeing that you had a passion for. Yeah. Did you fall into that? Um, so it was, I was actually on holiday there, um, and my dad's uh, like brother's friend or something. Um, they were looking, so they were organising the world champs out there, and they needed someone that spoke English and Italian. Um, and I, was, I just happened to be there on holiday, and um, yeah, found him, and he's like, "Do you want a job?" And I said, "Of course." So that's led um, you to that ever since, like yeah. events organising. Um, yeah, I stayed on there. It was only supposed to be like an eight-month contract. Um, I st- ended up staying there for two years because wow. it was it's such an amazing place. Like, yeah, so it's beautiful. The food is food, um, sea, yeah. sun. Um, yeah. It's amazing. Um, I'm, I went to Naples last year and I still can still taste the food that yeah. I had. It's, it's unreal. Um, so event organizing yes. is your thing. Yeah. Um, so how did you manage? Uh, well, even with your love for traveling, how were you managing like work? Your races, training. How was that going? Squeezing everything. In. Just threw it in and just sort, <laughs> just sort, just see what happened. Yeah, like work-wise, that was just, it was a week job. So weekends I was free to kind of okay, um, like 
repeat if I wanted to. Um, in Italy, it's quite good. So, well, you they've got like a lunch break, so they take three hours at lunch, which meant three hours to train. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I would train like before work and on my lunch break. Um, it's a di- different lifestyle. It's so different, yeah. And, and I remember like even being as a kid, being in Italy in that three-hour. Uh, siesta was yeah. like everyone would like nothing would move everything yeah. was just still <laughs> um, so when when uh, you were at uni did you study what you're in now or was it completely different um, I did a sport management degree okay um, so there is some link yeah yeah um, I basically did it because I didn't know what to do with my life um, so I took after high school I took a gap year um, to kind of I actually wanted to like train full time um, in triathlon, and um, yeah, and, and so make was, it a career. Yeah, that was that was sort of the plan, um, and then what's and then what? I thought about what if this doesn't if this doesn't work. Um, so I was like, oh, I should probably have a backup plan, and so I signed up to uni, and uh, yeah, ended up getting um, a degree in sport management. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't. You've been able to utilize it now. Yeah, still, yeah, so. we see. Um, what? So the limiting factor of you going, well, I'm going to make this full time, was purely like in case it didn't work out. Yeah. And that was quite a big decision to make at 18, 19. Yeah. Because um, yeah. some, some, like as an 18, 19 year old, also you're not sure if that's the right thing to do. Yeah, and I think because all my friends had gone to uni or they were at uni, um, I was like, I should probably. I'll just do what they're doing and yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, see what happens. Signed up. Um, so let's let's go back to the the, the travelling. So you, yeah. Italy's been a big part of that. Yeah. Um, so I was in Italy for two years. Um, so yeah, so I went there to organise the World Champs, and then so every year the World Champs move to a different country. Um, the next year they were going to Australia, <laughs> um, and so the event organisers from Australia, they kind of wanted to see how we were running the event in Italy, so they came over to kind of watch and. Um, yeah, and then I kind of what they they were like, oh yeah, we need someone. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I was kind of thinking like, oh yeah, I'd love to go to Australia. Like it's always been my dream to go out there. Um, Did they call you up? And well, they yeah, they sent me an email after and said like, if you want to come <laughs> out, the the opportunity is here. Um, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't go even think it. twice about yeah, it. Yeah, of yeah, of course. Um, so how long yeah. did that last out in Australia? So the job was only for two months. Um, and then I was like, oh, well, I'm out here. I might as well stay out here. So stayed out for two years. Oh, wow. Did um, you work after that? Did you grab another job? Did you look- yeah, so um, well, the first year I kind of travelled around. Um, some friends came out to meet me and like, kind of travelled. And then um, to get a second year visa, you have to do three months of farm work. Um, so picking I, cherries or strawberries. Yeah, or- so I did um, two months of grape picking. But grape picking, it, so you only get paid... Uh, for what you pick. Per so, grape? No, no, it's per, so per, per box. Yeah. Um, Jeez, so I've been you, ch- ch- picking them all the time. <laughs> if you don't pick any, <laughs> if you pick pe- like two bunches then you get like two dollars, so uh, you and with, and Was that enough, like did that fund your, like your tour of Australia? Well, I didn't make much money picking grapes. <laughs> so I had to, I got another job after that in a, an orange factory. Um, picking oranges this time. <laughs> no, just like sort, it was um, sorting oranges, but okay. you pay per hour. Right. So even if you could like sort of three yeah. oranges, you still got your hourly rate. But but the um the whole picking, you know, being on the front that like in that heat 
must have been so hot. Yes, I was out there. It was kind of winter time, so it was actually really, oh, really cold in the mornings. Um, yeah, and then when, like later on in the day, it got really hot. But because, well, I'd imagine I've not been to Australia. It's on my, it's on my uh, list, but um, I'd imagine a very outdoor sports lifestyle. Yeah. Out there. Did you live that whilst you were there? So the first, not so much the first year. The first year, at, so the first year I got there, and it was kind of, I didn't have the triathlon training. Um, so it was like the first time in what 20 years that I hadn't really trained trained like it didn't have that I didn't have any races to compete like to train for um, so I kind of just how was that for you did you did, like did you feel different mentally um, did you just take it on your, I you think know? it was just nice not to have that responsibility have, yeah and not like like I didn't want to do it it was just nice not to have to do it not that's not the right words um yeah, just not not being like a a, um, a weight on your shoulders. Yes, yeah. and it's yeah, just nice not to. Because it does, you know, triathlon training does take a lot of time. It's a lot of hours in a week. Yeah, like I spent so many hours training per week, um, so it's just nice to kind of travel and not have to not yeah. do it. Um, so the 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 job in the orange factory um, in Australia for you said two years. Yeah, so yeah. after the first year, then I kind of, I moved to um, Sydney. Okay. Um, I stayed in like central Sydney for a few months and then moved out to, I don't know if you know Mandy. Well, I have no idea about the other side of the world. I <laughs> just know enough about Harrow and Stanmore. <laughs> and so, a little bit of Italy. <laughs> it's right, it's on the coast, so okay. it's like um, surfer paradise. Oh, did you get into surfing? I did a bit of surfing, yeah. Can you surf? Yeah. Well, or? <laughs> I can surf, but not <laughs> well. It's not the word I would use. <laughs> um, the uh, did you, could you go and live with that lifestyle? Could that be yeah. you? If I could, I'd go tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd imagine so. Um, where else uh, after Australia um, have you been? But where where are these these have you done a list of countries? Have you gone through quite a lot? Uh, yeah, my list is just growing because. <laughs> um, yeah, in lockdown, we've not been able to travel, so I've just been adding countries to my list yeah, rather of than course. ticking them off. Um, Is that going to be one of the first things that you do when you can? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm already like looking at which countries I can go to. Um, but yeah, my list is just growing and growing. Where's your, where, where's your ultimate place to go and visit? Um, Non-sport related? I think Patagonia. Okay, mm, um, I think Kay's wants to go there. Okay, he's nodding. Yeah. He's nodding. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's been on my list for a long time. And I had a flight booked to, um, it was in November. And so actually, I had a, a flight to um, Bali booked, which got cancelled. So I was like, oh, in November, COVID will be gone. Um, I'll go to Patagonia. Um, Mad how we thought that. It, yeah. Yeah, it, I, yeah, everyone thought, oh, it only lasts a few months. Um, and then a year and a half later, we're still here. Still, still here. Um, okay, and if it was sport related, where would you. Like, if it was for a race, let's say, where would you love to do a race? Um, um, there's a guy that um, I swim with in the morning and he's doing the Everest Marathon. Wow. And I think that would be, like, the ultimate challenge. So. Pretty cool. Yeah. Have you done, you've done races aboard, right? Uh, triathlon races. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite, what's been your favourite? Um... Oh, it's a hard one. Um, have they all been like in the heat? Oh, no, most of them have been in England. Oh, um, right. 
the only one oh, when I was in, was in Italy I um, did a few races out there um, the hottest one was when I went to well the only other international race I've done is in um, America so I <laughs> I um, qualified for the world champs wow um, so yeah I went out to Las how Vegas. old were you when you done that um, when was it 2013 so I would have been 23 qualifying for the world champs at 23 is that is that done by age group or is that everyone yeah it's done by age group so um, I had to do a qualifying race for it um, and that was the worst race of my life <laughs> I can tell you which that's the worst race I've ever done just um, physically it was just the weather was terrible um, the lake was about 10 degrees um, it was rainy it was windy um, I was absolutely frozen it was the hilliest so it's, um, the I think they call it the most difficult half Ironman in, in Europe because there's so many I think there's 50 I want to say 56 weather conditions hills <laughs> and weather conditions 56 hills in 59 miles or something wow. um, so it's yeah like a, the most difficult one I could have chosen to do so so let's talk about the the being 23 and qualifying for the world championship that in itself is quite a big deal um, did you did you take that up as in, did you go to the World Championship? You did? Yeah, oh, I had to. I couldn't, um, I couldn't say no. Um, it's always been on my... Like, I th always thought oh, it would be amazing to kind of compete in the Worlds. Um, so let's put this in, into perspective. How many people do the qualifying uh, race? I don't know. 100 <laughs> plus? Um, like in my age group or just overall? Yeah, a, yeah age group, yeah. About 50, maybe. Okay, and I'm then ha sure what's the cut-off? How many to get it to go through to the next? Oh, top three. Top three? Oh, <laughs> I thought you say like top, wow, top three. In your age group, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And that would be, so you were you representing England? No, no. France. France? Yeah. At, the, at that point, I only had a French passport, so. Um, so where, where does France come into this? My mum's French. Okay, so your mum's French, dad's Italian. Italian. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It's a bit of a European mix. <laughs> um, so, representing France. So, how did the World Championships go? Not as well as I hoped. Okay. <laughs> um, so, even the qualifying race, I had to put so much pressure on myself to kind of do well. Yeah. Um, well, that's that would be normal for, yeah. for anyone. I, yeah, I just really wanted to do well. <laughs> yeah, I was um, dealing with pressure, yeah. And then, so, I think just by luck, I managed to qualify for the Worlds. And then, um, yeah, the actual race just didn't go. I think just because I wanted to do like much better than I did. Um, How many people race in the World Championships in the age group? I think it was about 50 in my age group. Um, I think I came. I think it came like halfway, but just well, not what I. That's amazing. Not what I hoped. Um, that's um, that's a massive achievement. So like, being 23. Uh, yeah. And qualify. I look back on it now and I'm like, that is pretty amazing. At, yeah, point, at that time, I was just so disappointed. Yeah, of course. Um, would, would there be anything that you would change from like, if you were to, like if you were to repeat that? What would you do differently? Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Oh, yeah, because I yeah I put so much pressure on myself to kind of do well and just like get a certain time. Um, and then I, when I saw that I wasn't getting those times, I was just kind of 
hating every second of it. Yeah, because I, I would imagine like through training, it'd be a lot of tracking on your watch of yeah. time, like distance and even the transitions. Yeah, yeah everything's timed, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I actually done a mini uh, sprint triathlon a long time ago. Um, and I didn't really, I underrated the... Uh, the tra- transitions yeah. you lose so much time yeah getting that wetsuit off like if you haven't practiced then that's taking a yeah, good yeah. five minutes yeah at least and then there's the whole thing about like having the shoes o- your shoes open or something yeah. or a towel on the floor or like already. if you want to be super fast you keep your like put your shoes ready on, the- on your bike <laughs> so when you get to the transition line just jump on your bike and slip your shoes and your feet in what uh, the order that the order was swim, swim bike, bike run, run. yeah, yeah. um but then with the shoes, would you have your? You wouldn't have socks. You would just put your feet. Oh in. yeah, yeah. You, so when you come off, time. <laughs> when you come off the bike, would you then put socks on for your run? Me. Right. You'd, yeah. Anything to kind of take five seconds off your time. But then what? That that must be unco- like that must be pretty uncomfortable. Blisters. You must have had a few blisters um, all the time. Yeah, but then, like depending on your shoe, like the triathlon shoes don't have a like the seam so you've got nothing to kind of rub, rub against. against your feet now this is getting technical I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't know. I actually done it on a uh, mountain bike oh, yeah. I didn't have a road bike at the time um, that, w- that was pretty pretty tough yeah. so uh, after the um, well jump how how did it leave you with with the triathlon like your love for it or did you did, did, it, did you continue with it after that I, yeah I kept going um, but I don't think I had that sort of did it knock you back a little bit? Yeah. Um, and I still like I still, still did all the training, um, but I just wasn't really kind of... I, was still, like, I still raced after a bit, um, but it just wasn't... Is there still the competitive edge in you now to, to do like more races? Um, I think, yeah, I want to get back into it at some point. Not, like, not right now, um, just because it took up so much Every time. time. Yeah, but I'd like... Yeah, I want to do a marathon. I want to probably do... An, As in, like for, a, just by itself, marathon yeah. by itself? Yeah. Um, at some point, I want to do an Ironman. Oh. Um, I want to do... Like, my new thing is like to do an ultra marathon. Wow. Um, is this the stuff that's on the bucket list? Yeah. So my bucket, <laughs> my bucket list is like, like holidays I want to go on. Um, just like random sport adventures. Um, even just, I've, what else did I put on there? Um, I want to do a free diving course. Wow. Um, yeah, just random bits that I just yes. want to achieve in life. Like Quite sporty bits. Off. Yeah. The, um, I guess like the headspace that it, like the sport takes and the training, it, it absorbs quite a lot of, you know, it, t- it does require a lot of mental um, strength to, to do that. Um, do you just find that you kind of just get on with it? Do you practice getting me- mentally stronger? Do you, is there, is, was there a routine that you've done through training or things that you listened to, read? Um, I've always, yeah, I've always kind of read um, books and stuff. But I think I just kind of get on with it. Like I know in the morning I need to kind of get up and do something. Um, but it's also for the love for the and I, sport. I, yeah, I just love it as well. Um, I think if you didn't love it, then you wouldn't do it. Um, and how, how would you say that CrossFit has helped you like now with like the runs that you do or, or, or just, in, just in general with training? I just feel like I'm still not strong but I just feel so much stronger than I Strong. used to be. Yeah. Even like, um, like when, we, when I did my first um, intro sessions, intro sessions yeah. um, 
just lifting that bar was just an effort. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I can now add now it's more even like tiny weights. I can put something on the end. Well, because it's a massive change. You're so used to like the, the biggest resistance you've got is, I guess, is the water through through training. Yeah. Um, and at most on the bike, like the gears. Um, yeah, like cycling up here or something. Yeah, but not so much an external uh, force. Yeah. Um, so that, that that would have taken quite a big like. It, it, it's a just a change like yeah just, my body's never done these sort of did you feel any like physiological changes did you see your body shape change have you felt different in that sense mm, yeah, yeah it doesn't I have to be a yes no i don't I have, know <laughs> don't have a note yeah yeah, yeah. um Not I i'm probably probably more toned but um like my arms feel a bit less well loving. i guess in, in well i guess in your case because a lot of your stuff has been like it's actually quite interesting that we're speaking about this because in your case you where you weren't sure on how to answer i think I, my um, observation would be that because your sport is more, or, or you think things more about performance based, that side of it doesn't really bother you. Yeah. Which is very interesting, which I think a lot more people should apply to their day to day. Mm. Um, I think it will find, it will make their, their, their fitness experience a lot more enjoyable or happier. Because yeah. that's never been a really big thing for you. It's not, it's more about how are you performing, like you said earlier, you're eating. Yeah. For fuel, like you need times and um, yeah, getting it done. And, and in terms of like how food has changed for you now since not doing as much volume of running, what what's happened there? Um, well, yeah, if I'm not running, I'm still doing something else. So I'm still kind of so nothing di like food-wise, nothing's really changed from training when you were training, like close to full time or the, the amount of volume. Yeah, so when I was doing like my full triathlon training. I just, yeah, I wasn't fueling properly at all. Um, so, like, people that I trained, like, I think my, because running was always, like, my weak, the weakest element. Um, I was just like, what can I do to get better at running? Um, and everyone, like, I saw, like, all the runners were just so, like, they were tall, which was, like, no, <laughs> I can't get taller, so, um, but they were all, like, Oh, really damn, I can't get taller either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were all really, like, Tall and thin. Um, That's so that, naturally a runner's build. Yeah, yeah like I just didn't have that like build. Um, so I was like, oh, I just probably need to lose a bit of weight. Um, so I did. That was like my. Um, at the beginning, it was just to kind of lose, maybe just lose like a few kilos, um, and then I got these like lost those few kilos, um, and then I just kind of got into this kind of vicious cycle. Of, like, if I lose weight, then I run faster, um, and just kept going and kept losing weight and, and and essentially a little bit of like uh, health wise you know even performance wise was declining right yeah um like i just couldn't do the long yeah long sessions anymore um and sometimes it takes that to realize that actually it's important to have to like to fuel yourself yeah. or to eat well it took me a few years to kind of realize but yeah well, but so, you know i guess like some people think well if i don't eat i'll lose weight which yeah. it might work in the very very short, short term yeah. very very short term but it definitely yeah, but then, won't be yeah when you're doing all these hours of training you just need to yeah it needs to feel yeah um <laughs> some like the, the if, like on a calorie perspective like it'd be you know five four to five thousand plus oh, it's burning so much yeah yeah i would do well because i was doing like two sessions a day um and just eating you just become like a nothing. a fur like a fat burning furnace yeah. you're just constantly just yeah, it's just burning food. 
just in and then like just constantly burning. Yeah. Um, if what, only I'd realise that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's... I, I don't think like it's entirely, you know, an individual's uh, responsibility to some degree because of the amount of false information that is surrounds the fitness industry. Yeah. Um, like, you know, even still to this day, we still get people that think that they're just going to do CrossFit and magically appear in shape yeah. like it doesn't work like that um but that's the yeah. uh the thing like my mind was just like i need to be fast at running so this is i'm just gonna stick to it yeah um, and uh, along the like kind of journey of the triathlon did you, you you were running with clubs um uh swimming did, did you do that by yourself were you doing that with teams as well no that was all with um yeah like a group of people yeah. I'm not very motivated by myself. I lived. <laughs> but so, so qualifying for the, the, the World Championships was it like, you know, was there like a a swim coach, a running coach, or was there like a management team? Like, was it that kind of style, or was it just you all just leisurely like doing it competitively? But yeah, no, we had a triathlon coach, um, and he was yeah, he just kind of give us our sessions every day and yeah, kind of follow us and and just like you, you would go for him to him for advice. And, and even, you know, how to do things rather yeah. than take that burden on, on your own. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so with, with regards to um, the job, uh, job role, what, what, what other events have, have you uh, organised? What, 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 uh, what would be a typical day? At the moment or when I was... Uh, let's say pre-COVID, because at the moment it's probably a, bit, a lot different, right? Yeah. Um, so at the moment, or well, before um, COVID we were doing... So, uh, <laughs> um, so I work for a um, city institution. Okay. Um, so we basically organise events for engineers, um, which could be like graduations or um, lectures, conferences, um, stuff like that. Um, and now that's all gone online. Now it's all online. So we're not doing any of the any of the dinners or the graduations. We're just doing the lectures. Which so it's here's your Zoom link. Yeah. <laughs> that's my job done. Yeah. It's not that easy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, so that must have, like, that must be a massive change for yeah. your day to day. And I think, yeah, the working from home is well. Just to, it's Has that helped you? Um, I miss the social side of it, like just being in the office and seeing people. Yeah. Like, we're just going to get coffee and, like, have a little chat, which you can't do at home. Um, yeah, it's not the so same. It's, it's not the same at all. Yeah. Um, I think like, eventually we'll start going back into the office, um, but not for late, well, not before September, definitely. Because although your job isn't so much like, let's say, customer facing, all the things that are required are very much for people. Yeah. Well, like on event days, yeah, we're yeah. customer facing. Um, that must be quite a stressful job when at, at its peak. Yeah. <laughs> like things being on a certain time, day. Yeah, everything is like, like, you have to follow your running order, um, and yeah, if it's not on time, then <laughs> yeah, it causes uh, upset. Um, yeah. What what? Uh, so the events that you organise are purely for engineering, but yeah. you said you organise the events for sports, for sports as yeah, well. That's a, that's was that just like a <laughs> was that just like a one-off kind of thing? Like we've done a couple and that's it. It's not something that you do now. No, I don't do that anymore, unfortunately. Um, I'd love to get back into it. Um, but yeah, that was like that was my job in Italy, um, and then I left that behind. Yeah. But out there we were organising like so we did the World Champs, um, and then we organised um, it's like the World Series. Okay. Which is they're just for elite, um, 
So they come, like we had all the, like, the Olympians and stuff um, competing in our races. Who's the, uh, who's the triathlete name to, to look out or to like, who's like the infamous triathlete? Um, there, so there's a really young um, guy that's coming up, Alex Lee. He, I think he's made it onto the um, Olympic team. Okay. Um, there's also the Brownlee brothers. Um, Those ne- that name rings a bell. Uh, Alistair and Jonathan Brownlee. Uh, I Brown, yeah. Brownlee, yeah. The Brownlee brothers. Yeah, the Brownlee brothers. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, those th- th- those are good. Well. Um, what would uh, what's now or what's your kind of aim goal now for the next like six twelve months? What do you want um, from your own training? From training um, in CrossFit or just uh, let's go with let's go with triathlon first, and then we'll go in in CrossFit. Oh, I don't know. In triathlon, I'm not really. Well, I wouldn't say I was still doing triathlon. I just kind of, I still run and swim, but I'm not. Like, I'm not going to compete. Um, just leisurely, it would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I still want to do my. Keep that up. Yeah. It's more about ticking off that bucket list. Yeah, and I just, yeah, I just love the. Like, if I go for a long run, I just, like it just cleans my mind. Yeah, um, yeah. Even like the swimming in the lake, that's kind of. Yeah, that's my that's my favourite thing out of all of it. Well, the last couple of weeks have been pretty good. It's been so warm. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about, um, I went about my wetsuit the other week. Uh, yeah. I've been out Temperatures have gone up. Um, yeah. Like the first time, this year they opened, I think they opened really early because swimming pools weren't open. Mm. So I went out the first time um, and it was 11 degrees. Oh my And God. that was an absolute, oh. You could <laughs> have two so wetsuits on, it'd still be cold. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had wetsuits. I had my I had like um, gloves, gloves and um, boots as well, but it was so cold. I did 500 meters and got out. Called it a day. <laughs> um, what? So what about now? Goals like CrossFit wise? CrossFit, I've got so much to work on. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got like in my head, I've got some goals that I want to achieve. Kind of get to. Um, most of them are like, well, just, like adding weights to the bar. Like I need to get a bit of power in yeah. there um, yeah and like gymnastic stuff that is that something that is like fun. your nemesis is that is is that what you're majorly trying to improve is that where you'd say your weakest area is the what sorry the gymnastics element um oh I, I think I'm pretty weak at most things <laughs> <laughs> um I think at the moment I want to focus on sort of bar stuff um so I'm doing a few sessions with Grant now to yeah build on that to build on those yeah what would you say is your uh, least favourite movement within the CrossFit world? Um, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> you don't have to demonstrate it, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, my least favourite movement... Is yeah. it barbell based? Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Anything with barge. Snatches, cleans. All of them. All of those. Little, yeah, just one ball, just anything bar related. Um, got a bar in the middle and then like little <laughs> <laughs> everything. That and what comes about up what about um, your your favourite CrossFit movement? Um, You're not allowed to say running. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say running. <laughs> the only thing I can do well, <laughs> well, wellish. Um, I, th- I quite like burpees. I think yeah. everyone hates them, but I yeah. I quite like burpees. Well, I can kind of just get into them, like um, just power through, like just dig away at them. And uh, and what's so last last question? What's life now going to be for you? Um, 
as soon as this kind of hopefully in four weeks time we come out of this uh, lockdown what, what are you so we, kind of training wise we know what we want to do we're going to start trying to tick off that bucket list I want a holiday holiday <laughs> that's the first, first thing. thing yeah um, first someone, place Patagonia yeah I don't know if that'll be the first place I think that's um, that's going to be a big trip um, so I'd probably say somewhere in Europe but yeah I need to decide where and Okay. The thing is, like, I keep cancelling trips. I had so many booked and just have to cancel them. So I want to make sure that I, if I do book it, it's actually going to happen. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so hard to cancel flights. <laughs> I can imagine. It makes I, me I, so sad. <laughs> I just haven't done anything because I just can't be dealing with the like cancel, get the money back, yeah. do it again. Oh, it's more like a like sad for me to have to like. You get your hopes up about going somewhere and then it's just like oh another one cancelled. Like, yeah. Well, there, there's um. 12 or 13 countries going to go onto this amber list if yeah. you uh, have got a double jab if you don't have to quarantine. Yeah, I need to wait for my second jab now. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if I should dive into talking about COVID and the jab. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> let's not. Uh, let's keep it on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, we've run out of time. Um, it's been great to have you on. Thank, Thank you for your time. Um, guys and girls, join us back next week. <laughs>